So 11 and 4. If you'd have told anyone, any Oiler fan that that's how the season would start, you'd go, "Hey, cool. That's not bad. 11 and 4. I'll take that." Uh, but Reed Wilkins, host of Inside Sports and the Faceoff Show, uh, there's some issues here with the team. It would seem, don't you think? Well, they're not perfect. <laughs> Sorry, did I, did I surprise you with that one? <laughs> that was a nice well, slow draw. I, I, I just think every team has issues. I, I, I think they're not perfect. I, I think that, uh, that they got beat on the road trip uh, fair and square last night by Winnipeg. I think Winnipeg's probably the best team they've played so far, and the Jets went out and uh, had a game plan, and they executed it against the Oilers better than other teams have been able to do. Here's the thing. The Jets were very physical on the Oilers, especially on Dreisaitl and McDavid. And I think that's the game plan St. Louis had. I think that's the game plan Boston had, but they weren't able to execute it as well. And it's easier said than done to go out and shut down the two top scorers in the National Hockey League. And even though they, they got points, they did a really good job hitting them, frustrating them a little bit. I mean, you saw McDavid take a aggressive penalty against Piag late in the game, and that's probably a little bit of frustration or a little bit trying to send a message for tomorrow night's game. So I think give the, the Jets credit for how they played. I think the other two losses on the road trip, uh, I, I think in Buffalo – the the Oilers played quite poorly and handed Buffalo their scoring chances and their goals and there were a lot of self-inflicted wounds and uh going back into Detroit the the Oilers didn't play very well and who knows I mean they they could have played well and still not won those games but I, I think an issue here for the Oilers lately is they've allowed the first goal in six consecutive games and in some of those goals it's some of those games it's turned into two nothing three nothing before they've they've gotten on the board and I, I think that's something that that needs to be looked at I mean I don't know if that's uh just an energy level thing or or maybe they they feel the need to ease themselves into the game a little bit and see what it's going to be like before they really get going or, or some nights they just don't really wake up till they get down a couple of goals but i i think that's a concern i mean 15 games in they've only scored the first goal six times they have won every game in which they have scored the first goal and yes they've come back and won some of the games they haven't scored first but you know continually falling behind that that can be a little exhausting to always have to come back. It, it allows the other team to play the way that it wants to play as opposed to uh, allowing the Oilers to go out, them, out there and assert themselves a, a little more. So I, I, I hope that's something they look at. I, I think in the terms of the team having issues, well, yeah, I mean, they have some weaknesses, and I think that they're more or less the weaknesses that – uh, we thought they were going to have defending and I guess maybe not just defending, but goals against is, is higher than you would like it to be. I mean, they're more uh, sort of middle of the pack, a little worse than middle of the pack as opposed to being maybe a, a top 10 team where you'd like, I, I think it's not just actual defensive play that has been an issue for the Oilers. I, I think they're giving the puck away too much. I, I mean, there are several instances and, and Rob and I were talking about it last night where the Oilers appear to have the play under control for a breakout and there's a bad pass or a sloppy play along the way and it allows the uh, opposition to come back the other way. That was an, uh, certainly an issue against the Sabres 
Uh, it was certainly an issue last night against the Jets. Multiple turnovers where it looks like a, a defenseman has the puck ready for a breakout and it gets turned over on the Oilers half of center and the other and the team comes the other way. So, you know, I, I, I think those are some things that got to be cleaned up. I, I think it's part of the process of the Oilers season to work on those things and and see where they go from there. But I, I look, do I think they have serious issues? Well, no, I don't. I, I think they should be happy with eleven and four. I think as a uh, as a fan, you should be happy with eleven and four, and now uh, see how they uh, handle the challenge of coming back from this road trip and playing the Jets again. I mean, they still have not lost two games in a row, so they'll try to keep that to keep that alive tomorrow against the Jets. Well, and hopefully you see a different type of effort and intensity right from the get-go. Lots of people sit there and, and they'll watch. And so, uh, you know, a first goal early on, uh, and so people point at the goaltender. But then they also point at the defense. But then, as you mentioned, there's also giveaways on, on the front end as well. So th- it ends up having to be the, the whole team just, just pulling out of a little bit of this defensive funk because they are giving up way too many goals. They've, they've been lucky that they've been just outscoring that problem. Well, the first goal last night was on the goaltender. I, I mean, there, there, that was an awful goal given up by Koskinen. Uh, I, I mean, that that, sh- that should not go in. That's probably the, the I guess he had a couple tough ones against Philadelphia. I mean, he got caught out of the net on, on the one, but that, that, that was a really good, a really poor goal. Mm-hmm. Now, having said that, there have been plenty of first periods this year, and even going back to last year, Daryl, when we've said after the first period, well, it's it's you know it's one one, but the Oilers are a little fortunate to be tied, or they're, or they're down one nothing or two one, but the other team easily could have got three or four goals. So, it's it's not always the goaltender. I mean, I know Koskinen has that reputation of letting in one early or or too often the first shot. Um, that was the case last night. That shouldn't go in. Oh, Having yeah. said yeah. that, the Oilers were once again outplayed in the first period territorially. Uh, so that's the first 15 games down again, 11 and 4. Like you said, anytime you're watching uh, the team and your team and it doesn't seem to be going as well as maybe you think it should, yeah, you worry about problems. But what what is next down the road? Is, is this They've had a pretty quiet schedule apart from this road trip to start the season. Does it get more intense now? Well, I mean, mainly I think you got to focus on that game tomorrow. And like, I'll talk about the upcoming games, but I, I think this is this is another significant game tomorrow. Like, I, I think of the teams we've seen the Oilers play. I, I think the Jets and the Blues are probably the two best teams. Uh, you know, Anaheim has now passed the Oilers in the standings. The mm-hmm. Oilers have a couple of games in hand. The Ducks are hot. We'll see if they're kind of for real as the season keeps going on. But But I think... Answer the bell against the Jets tomorrow. Yeah. The team that knocked you out of the playoffs last year. You know how they're going to play. They're physical. They they commit to it. All 18 skaters on the roster. It's not just a few guys. They, they, they were all banging last night. So take care of that. You got the Blackhawks on Saturday who are having a really poor season. So that's a team you should be expected to beat. I'm sure it'll be a little emotional for Duncan Keith playing against his former team. And then they're out on the road again. So then you got Dallas, Arizona, and Vegas uh, next week. Arizona is, uh, they just got their second win last night. That's a poor team. Another mm-hmm. showdown with Vegas coming up. So it, it, there is a back-to-back next yeah. Tuesday and Wednesday, but in the grand scheme of things, it shouldn't be too exhausting yep. because they have a couple of days off uh, before that. So that's kind of, y- y- you look at the next five. If you want to 
Um, you know, I don't, I don't think the Oilers specifically do this. Uh, some teams will break it down into five game segments, seven game segments. But if you want to look at it at this uh, game, 16 through 20, another five game segment, if you won three of them, you, then you'd kind of win that little mini series yeah. if you want to simulate it that way. Yeah. First, first step uh, tomorrow against the Jets. I agree. Uh, take, get her done. Thanks, Reed. Okay. Anytime, Daryl. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think French fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.